Jingle bells ring and jingle bells ring, snowing and blowing, a bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. A jingle bells chime in jingle bell time. Dancing and prancing in jingle bell square. In the frosty air, what a bright sign! It's the right time to rock the night away. Jingle bell time is a swell time to go gliding in a one-horse sleigh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Do You Say Anime. I'm your host, Peter. On today's bonus content, we are doing our Watch Club Secret Santa because if there's one thing that you should know about us is that we are terrible with planning. So, on today's episode, we all were given a episode by each other and we watched it and we're going to review it so i'm gonna pass over to our moderator pat who's gonna lead the conversation off for us uh yeah so uh like pete said we basically got assigned different people like you would in a secret santa and we got to choose a show to make someone watch uh and then uh some of us picked uh shows that we love uh some of us picked very popular shows or shows that you think the person needed to watch whatever blah 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 uh First off, I want to thank Fire Rifle, one of our community members who made this suggestion to us at one point in the very late uh, portion of, of December. So that's why it is so late. But it was a fantastic idea, and I didn't want to sit on it for 12 months. So I'm glad that we decided to do it now, or, you know, because we, we needed a few weeks to watch the shows and, and make it work in our schedules. So uh, thank you, Fire Rifle, for that wonderful idea i can't wait to do it again next year hopefully a little bit more on time but i don't think it would be on brand for us to do it completely on time anyways so i appreciate your help rifle and if you have ideas yourselves in the community that are listening now please send your ideas send us comments vote in our watch club voting especially in our most recent episode we only had four shows nominated which means the four people who participated can only vote for three shows so it makes it very difficult to uh to, to vote fairly and equally when you only have three choices you know and you uh so please set, uh, comment your votes uh we love to encourage uh community feedback and uh interaction we love our discord's very active we talk all the time it's a great time also i before i forget to vote in our anime of the year uh stuff pete can plug that at the end of the discord i'm sure it'll be in our or at the end of the discord at the end of the video but at the same time as well you can just look in the description it should be there the link to the google doc you can win 50 dollars amazon gift cards uh yeah that, that, that's all i've got for that so now we're just going to introduce each ourselves the people that are participating today everyone you should recognize from watch various watch club episodes in the past but uh we're going to introduce ourselves what show we got assigned and who we think assigned us that show and and then we'll go further into revealing that and everything else later on so why don't we start right at the top miles what show did you have to watch and who do you think assigned it to you sure uh i had to watch mob psycho 100 um so i i enjoyed that and i got through some of season two as well but we'll get more into that later um as far as who i think assigned that uh, for me. I, I've stayed up late at night wondering about this question. Um, just toiling, sweating, 
But and I'm going to go with Tyler. I think it was Tyler. And Tyler. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> that's my guess. That's a good guess. That's a, a that's a completely fair guess, I think. Because, uh, Tyler, as far as I know, you like Mob Psycho, correct? Oh, so yes. Yeah, there you go. All right, so there we go. Uh, all right, now, next up is Happy, another uh, active Watch Club member. What have you got for us? What show did you end up being assigned, and who do you think assigned it to you? Uh, yeah, hello. I got yes. assigned Laid Back Camp. Yes, yes, I know. Okay, okay, Pete. I mean, yes. Busted! Oh, it was me the whole time. <laughs> well, well uh, now we... Me off. Or we don't know. Who knows? Maybe Pete's lying right now. We don't know for sure. Uh, we shouldn't know for sure yet. You know, some of these may seem obvious, but you never know. Uh, so, Happy, you got assigned Laid Back Camp. Uh, and uh, so we'll, we'll have some fun talking about that. I think a, a lot of us have watched it uh, in the group. You know, like uh, a good majority of us at least have. Uh, so, yeah, Hastic, what about you? What did you get? Yeah, um, I got another. And, you know, thinking about... Everyone, I think, to some extent in this group knows what I enjoy, uh, which is, like, gore and stuff. Um, but I'm yeah. going into the mentality of, like, everyone here is also, like, a bit of an asshole. Um, so, like, this seemed a little too on-brand and, like, too nice. So if I had to choose who gave this to me, it's probably Happy. Like, there was no malice in this choice. Like, there's no <laughs> way I wouldn't like this. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's probably Happy. Fair enough. I like that. That's a, that's a good guess. Um, I, uh, I yeah, I think most of us know what another is. I don't know if we've all watched it, but we at least know what it is. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, also, just to preface this, anytime we misspeak, it's most likely because we uh, we had a little bit of a, a Christmas party beforehand, and uh, yeah, we've uh, some of us have been drinking. You know, the ones that are leaving. and some of us are still drinking. And some of us are still drinking. Cheers to that. Yeah, yeah. We're sponsored. Bud Light, please sponsor us. Please. I Or Crown I, Royal. I need money to buy your beer. Please sponsor us. Thank you gotta you get a me. face tattoo like Post Malone. That's how you get the Bud Light sponsorships. You know what? There's plenty of room on this arm still for a Bud Light tattoo. If they sponsored us, I'd absolutely get one. God, I can't believe I just said that in a recorded thing but you know what we'll go with it that's fun uh but yeah moving on that's our explanation for any misspeaks or anything like that please bear with us uh next up is johnny johnny what show did you get assigned and who All do you right. think gave it to you so the show i got assigned was devil man crybaby and uh from from the past of like hearing like like sparks of conversation you guys have been like having here before i got here i think Reasonably speaking, the only person who would have given this to me is Miles, so that will be my my guess. It's not a bad guess. I do love that show. Yes, Miles does love that show. So you know what? That is not a bad guess at all. All right, Tyler, what have you? Uh, what show did you? Have? I <laughs> had Magical you? Girl Sight, and uh, yes. <laughs> coming in, I was pretty sure it was Miles. But after hearing what Johnny said, now I'm going to my second choice of has. Of Hastic. All right, there you go. Nope. I like that yep. guess. There's a lot of suffering in both of those shows. Yeah, either I, one no, of us. It was between the two of them originally because Miles is always hyping up magical girls and also has a demon side in the shows. <laughs> Don't let the audience know. Come, 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 come to our Discord. I'm evil. Uh, yeah, there's this literally. Smile, uh, there's go with has. You go with has. I like that. All right, there we go. Uh, I guess I'll go next since I'm on the list. Um, 
I got assigned Fate Zero. Thank God they assigned me Fate Zero and not whatever the other one is that I've heard is really bad. Never watched Fate before, so I'm glad I finally had a reason to watch it. The thing is, everyone in this server has been telling me to watch Fate for months now. So I don't actually know who it is for sure, but using the other shows, like like Johnny said, I think it's Miles who assigned him Devilman Crybaby. I think it's Pete who assigned Happy Laid Back Camp. So put, you know, using my uh, reasoning, I think almost certainly Johnny assigned me Fate, um, which again, who knows? I think everyone here has actually Pretty seen sure, Fate. Yeah. So that's that'll be a fun show for us to talk about. Uh, I have some questions and I have some comparisons to bring up too to other shows that people have made negative comments about as well so that'll be a really fun uh little bit once we eventually get to it uh but yeah so i think it i do think it was johnny who assigned me fate um and finally pete what show did you get assigned and who do you think assigned it to i had the romance show white album two and based off of a conversation from yesterday in our discord i'm going to assume it's pat who assigned this to me show a lot too right me uh, I, or Pat? You. Yeah, I've seen you were gushing about it. Ooh, uh, <laughs> we'll save it for the review. Yeah, we'll save it for the review. I, I personally love this show. Um, so there we go. That's all I'll say on this. Um, I think it's a fun show. I wouldn't say it's a perfect show, but I would say it's a fun show. So yeah, we'll, we'll save that for the review, though. So now I'm going to pull up my random number generator that I totally had prepared for this because I am prepared. And now Google, thank you. Let's do this. Click generate. All right, the random number is three, so we will be starting with the third person on this list, which happens to be Haztick. So Haz, please, if you don't mind, uh, mm -hmm. let me pull up my list of things that we're going to talk about. This is the list in the order of what's going to happen. So you are going right. to tell us, once again, remind us of the show that you watched, and then we want a general, uh, what your general thoughts about it were, mm -hmm. what your score you gave it, and then just one more time, remind us who you think gave it to you especially after listening to other people give suggestions of who they think gave them what uh reflect on that and then and then we'll have a, a pretty open discussion about it between people who have seen the show and who actually assigned it to you as well so yeah go ahead uh so with another right yes so i got another uh this is a mystery horror supernatural uh thriller anime it's about essentially this curse that's haunting a class um and there's an extra person uh, someone died named Misaki a long time ago. So something about a mess. That's not really why I'm here. And I'm pretty sure whoever assigned me knows that. I am here to watch people die. And lots of people die. Um, I, I don't know if there's a kill count on here, but there should be. Um, this is essentially a two-part mystery. The first arc is regarding the main character, or one of the main characters, um, Misaki, who you see in the cover or like the poster. Um, and I thought it was very fun, um, although there was a bigger mystery, which is who is the extra person once we get past that. Um, now, if you go into this knowing it's a mystery, it's not really that much of a mystery because they tell you at the beginning. Um, so, yeah. And then from there, it's pretty much anime final destination. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit, um, and I gave it a 7 out of 10. Um, I think... In terms of the mystery aspect could be a little better um it's probably better if you just think of it as a horror instead of a mystery um because then you'll just like let certain details slide 
Um, but because I was hyper aware, it didn't feel that big of like a mystery outside of the first arc. Uh, the characters are cool. Lots of death. Lots of children dying. Um, there are some adults dying, but there's a whole like 26 man massacre at the end. So yeah, um, seven out of 10. Wow. And I believe that uh, Happy gave it to me because there is no way I wouldn't like this at all. Um, and the only person here who has zero malice in their heart is the man named Happy. So, yeah. All right. Uh, well, Happy, are you here? Yeah, yes, you are here. I hear your, your mic moving around, right? I'm, you're, you're, you're good to go? Yep. yep All right. Uh, so the, the document that uh, Rifle sent me is... Uh, I can't read it perfectly. I'll be honest, because like it's an Excel thing, and it does the numbers don't match up <laughs> in my head. I can't even decipher it, even knowing what show I recommended to who and stuff. So please, happy, <laughs> clarify something for me. Was it you who recommended it to Has? It was me. Okay, <laughs> now I can read the chart better. Thank you very much. I will know going forward who recommended what. Sorry for being a bad host about that. Um, so yeah, so happy if you could just give us your general thoughts about or first off why you recommended this show to has uh, even if he already said it just reiterate what uh what your thoughts were or what the intentions were of you recommending it and then uh what you generally thought about the show and your personal score as well well uh i have not watched another so oh. check two things out the boxes that's so, fine yeah oh i so like it explain, i like it let me <laughs> Let me explain why I recommended it, though, because yes. uh, I feel like Hastig is like the wild card of our group, and I had no idea what to recommend to him. I'm like, ooh, what, what does he like? But then I saw, I popped in for like a split second of him streaming um, Yumineko with Miles, and I thought, oh, okay. So I, at first I was psychic in my head, okay, I think, okay, I think Higurashi is like 25 or something. I don't think you can stream the Umineko anime anywhere. So, oh, I know another. That's that's probably episodes that would work. <laughs> so I think so. That's basically how I came to that conclusion. Gotcha. No, that that makes sense. So yeah. So now I guess we'll uh, open the floor to everybody else, uh, just to give an example of what we're expecting. Uh, basically, so like I'll use myself. So uh, another. All I know about it is the clips that I've seen on uh youtube or whatever where there's just these random freaky like like has described it final destination like deaths so the one that stands out to me is the umbrella scene where she's just walking down the stairs having a normal conversation right and she just trips falls and then an umbrella and was it her throat or her eye yeah, I right, can't here. Remember. right mm -hmm. here right in her throat right in the jugular right mm -hmm. there just gets impaled by an umbrella and dies in the school mm -hmm. and i'm that's all pretty much all i've ever seen i don't know how everyone else is has anyone actually ever finished the show other than has never even started it i've, I've never heard of it before like this podcast started and and you've read the manga you said miles most of it slash most half of it, it something like that yeah okay yeah. and johnny johnny have you seen it no i i did nominate it once because i wanted to see it but you no, wanted I have to not fair enough all right, yeah, so Haz, you're our uh, only person that can really talk about the show then. So, uh, again, you already mentioned your general thoughts, but uh, so would yeah, you say yeah. you recommend it to people? Uh, what would you say are its what, what would you say its biggest strength is and then also what its biggest weakness is as well? And then all right, so there. this anime, um, it borders on, like, cringe, edgy shit um, for some people, depending on how you look at it. I find it to just be completely depressing. 
Now, what, what separates this from like normal Final Destination is that the curse that I mentioned on this class, everyone in this show knows it exists. It's not like a thing that happens randomly or like they have to learn about it. They know it exists and they knew the moment they were put into this class that they were set up to fucking die um, in some form of, uh, you know, horrific accident. And I think what's probably my favorite part is that sense of like dread because no one there's no hope at all um it's a very down like depressing and no one knows what the fuck is going on much like i feel like people would react in any supernatural situation if there was like a curse you know there's not this isn't a curse that's like ancient with like hieroglyphic readings or anything it's something new they don't know what's going on and they just tried different things out and it really highlights how dog shit people are um so what I'm going to do, uh, or I'm, I'm going to try to do, is explain the second half. So uh, The first half is, is very simple. Misaki, well, uh, that, you don't have to, because you, you, you know this part. Um, Misaki is a character that's ignored in the first half. Uh, I'm going to do the first half in a second. Misaki is a character that's ignored. And the reason she's uh, ignored um, is because of the curse. Uh, now, again, there are no rules to like how this curse works, but they realized... Since the curse is based on an extra person, if we make it so that only a certain amount of people exist, like a normal classroom, um, you know, then maybe it'll stop. And it works somewhat. I think they still, people still die. It's just not as much. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah. Minimize the death. There we go. Yeah. You know, I guess. Yeah. Ruin someone's entire social life to minimize deaths. Yeah. Spoilers, um, by the way, for literally every yeah. show going forward. I, for, we spoilers. Forgot to that. Yeah, so going forward, every show that we mentioned will have spoilers. I think we can mark when each person is talking in the description. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely explain or like stop it or like tell you right before I go into like a major spoiler. Because mm -hmm. there's only one major spoiler, really. Um, and so once that arc about Misaki pretty much unfolds, because in the beginning of the show, the main character talks to Misaki and he fucks everything up. Um, so they have to find out a new way to solve the issue, which leads us into the second arc. And there's going to be a major spoiler. So I'm going to like, if, if anyone here wants to deafen. Um, yeah, just wave when you're done. As yeah, I'll, I'll wave when I'm done. Um, so in this arc, they find a tape recording. This tape recording is from the original, uh, a year where it stopped the midway, like completely the curse and the killings. And the reason that it stopped was on this tape is that the extra person was found and killed um, because the extra person like physically exists. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is found by like a group of students uh, called the countermeasure force. Um, and so they're like, okay, how do we deduce who the dead person is? Um, who the extra person is that we need to kill. Yeah. Okay. So they get to this mansion to try something else while they're still trying to figure that out because they went to a shrine in the past as well and tried that. Um, and when they get to this mansion, someone gets the tape that was not in this group and plays it on the speaker. So now everyone in the class knows this. Um, and what happens is because of all of the presumptuous like Misaki is weird and, and like this edgy girl who's alone all the time and then we exiled her. They think that she's the dead person. And then essentially what happens is people start killing the shit out of each other. Um, everyone fucking gets murdered. The mansion like blows up. 
um there's a fire and after you see like 30 people fucking die right essentially the whole class is dead you find out that the ghost person this is the major spoiler so if, if, if you're just shut just skip the major spoiler is that the ghost person wasn't in the class uh they actually told you who it was it was the main character's sister um who died and that's why in the beginning her grandfather says poor dead character and then poor her name um which is what i immediately picked up on um so yeah the the extra desk was put in the staff class not in the main class um and then they kill her right and then you realize that it was all for not um that all this death in the main classroom was for nothing so that was really fun um because people just became dog shit uh for no reason so sounds yeah. fun that's yeah that crazy um, um yeah i'm definitely never gonna watch uh yeah so if you if you if you, if you want to see a lot of people just get fucking murked and all of it be for the wrong reason and like see how dog shit people can be under stressful situations watch this um and i think fair, that's it fair enough yeah so you would recommend it to people who are looking for that kind of stuff there you go yeah, yeah. all right there we go uh yeah so miles um you missed the major spoiler which is that shinji actually gets into the robot uh, <laughs> so there we go uh oh wait shit wait the I cake was a lie it was a yeah, lie the shit. whole time sorry shinji gets into the robot like episode three or something I don't know. yeah yeah well it's still a major spoiler um uh wow. but yeah I mean, <laughs> no i'm kidding all right uh so moving on now next on our list uh that we have we have johnny next so johnny go ahead and start Alright, so the show I got was Devilman Crybaby, and in a lot of ways, it's pretty similar to Hazard Show, you know, like, a lot of people fucking die, it shows people are fucking horrible, and, well, I don't think another has this, but it has fucking titties everywhere, so, have, can you tell me, does another have tits everywhere? It, it does not have tits anywhere, it's actually pretty All right. tasteful. Alright, so it does not. This show straight up has them within, I think, 15 minutes. So uh, yeah, that was. I am so interested now, Johnny. Yeah. Continue, please. Yeah, you, Go you ahead. should. You should be. So yeah. So like, so the main premise of the show is like, there's like, so like this main character, he's like, you know, well, a crybaby, as per the title, <laughs> very clever. And so his childhood friend, which is like, who's, who's like comes out of nowhere, says like, hey, demons exist or whatever, and we need you to like become one or whatever, and to like fight them or whatever. So then he, they go to like this like bar where there's straight up just people like how should i say this it's, it's basically just a brothel honestly it's like, like a people... like a rave like sort of scenario. It, it's like a it's like a rave but like just people fucking on the floor it's a know? rave it's orgy. orgy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, 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 that, yeah that's the word like I was you're describing for. an orgy yeah. yeah that's the word i was okay. like for orgy. cool so then, like so then like during this orgy like he like the main character's uh, best friend like does the thing fucking like demonic ritual or whatever so then like he summons a demon which then possesses the main character Acura so then he he becomes essentially a devil man which means he has the body of a devil but he but he still has the heart of a person so he, he like he still ma is he still a crybaby yeah, he is still a crybaby. Oh, he's a devil man crybaby. Yeah, he's yeah, a devil man crybaby. Haha, ha. very clever. So anyway. I mean, yeah, that was just my question. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, 
we can get into some more general plot points later or in our discussion because i'm assuming it seems like a couple of us have seen this show uh so who do you think gave it to you and what or first what is your score and then who do you think gave it to you so my score for this is unfortunately not going to be that high because while i thought the premise was interesting i like i'm going to talk about this later but i think the ending was pretty bad and some, some parts of the show seemed very needlessly edgy so my uh, score for the show is going to be a six. For the person who I think gave this to me, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's Miles because that's the person I've heard talk about the show the most on this podcast. So yeah, yeah, right. it, it was for sure me. And I honestly, yeah. I didn't think you were gonna like it. So, um, because you don't like Ava, and it's very similar to Ava. Um, but is it though? It's yes, super similar. To the entire last episode is an homage to End of Evangelion. Um. But yeah, yeah, that's true. I, did, I just noticed that part because of all like the biblical references. And yeah, whatever. there's a bunch of stuff in there. So, but the reason I gave it to you, and this is my true thought process, right? So, I go, you know, what should I say, like nominate for Johnny? I'm like looking through like stuff I've watched and stuff, and I'm like, I don't know, like I really like Devil May Cry Baby, but like I don't think he would. So then I look at your mouth, and you have seen like four times the amount of anime I have, and. Almost I everything like... I've seen besides Devil Man Cry Baby, you had seen. <laughs> and so I was like, well, you won't like this, but at least it's critically acclaimed and is worth discussing. So let's pick that. That was, that was how the thought process went. I didn't, I didn't hate it enough to the point where, like, I physically didn't want to watch the show. It's mm. not that. Like, honestly, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't watch. think it was a you show. I mean, because you are, you're right about. I mean, it is very edgy, right? Like, the entire point of it is that humanity is bad and evil and not worth saving. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's the whole point. And, like, the main... The, they literally... And this is, like, this is like major spoilers for the show. They literally put... They literally decapitate, like, the like the main character's girl and put her on a stake. Like, yeah. is that edgy? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Oh, um, that scene. Beautiful. Oh, that scene. I, I love that scene. I just like, like they it. literally oh. chop off her body parts and then just yes. like yeah. put yeah, you them see on her a torso yeah. on a stake. And so, like, what that entire like Jeez. the entire premise of it is like how dumb the idea of a shonen hero is, and like how one person, regardless of how pure-hearted and good they are, can't make a difference when like society is evil. Um, that like one or two people coming together and like trying to use like the power of friendship or whatever to make things right it doesn't does matter nothing. it, it does matter. nothing i love and that I, that's I great end, everyone dies literally everyone dies god blows up the earth <laughs> yeah well, well here, here's the thing though. i don't i feel like the message was kind of missed for me because well, i don't watch shonen that's fair but, I did. I did definitely notice how bleak and like how powerless the main character was at the end because like you see him like he does everything he can and by the end of it he still just dies. Yeah, well, he's talking. His friends talking to him, right? And he hasn't realized he's dead yet. And he's like, "Oh, that's a bummer. You're dead." Um, and because he's he's like talking to like his disembodied like torso. Essentially, he's been like bisected. Um, Jesus. and. He- <laughs> You are right. I, I wasn't joking when I say the show's edgy as fuck. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, I mean, but it's not, like, needlessly edgy. It's, like, I, I, nah, at least I, in my opinion. Because, like, yeah, I, I think I feel it's, like there's a there's a point when it serves its purpose, and there's a point when it's just, like, it's just, the, like, they gave Satan tits. I, I'm not, make, <laughs> I'm not joking. They gave Satan tits. 
Um, so, yeah, but like, so sounds like anime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but like, so yeah. Well, no, no, I, Johnny. Uh, I'm, yeah? so, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but have you played any like Shimagami Tensei games? Uh, no, I have not. Satan has like six boobs in those games. <laughs> okay, Satan does have six tits in whatever game. Has Shin Megami Tensei. No wonder there's a no wonder there's a Church of Satan. And so, like the show is like Johnny mentioned, super horny. Um, yeah, and... <laughs> episode one, first thing I wrote. Yeah. This show is so horny. It is super horny. Like, um, but like, that's also it's like a very like puberty is a and like your body changing and like coming of age is like a super large theme in it. Um, but not that, that it, like, like I, I get the message is trying to say, I'm just like imagining no person that I've met goes to the extreme of literally watching porn in class. Yeah. So, but that's because he's possessed by a devil, Damn. right? So like <laughs> the devil side yeah. of him is representative of like humans, carnal desires and like our insatiable appetite for violence and like lust and all of these things. And so when he first fuses with the devil and even afterwards with the scene where he like fucks Cyrene, um, when he like goes to the brothel, um, oh, yeah, and like fucks that yeah. demon chick, um, is because like he struggles, like he's a devil man and he has a pure heart, but he still struggles with like this duality amongst him. And like, when you see the track guy, like the, the devil man who, isn't able to like curb that sort of appetite who ends up like, you know, he's fucking that guy and then he kills him. Um, I don't know if you remember that scene. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I do remember. Or when, um, other, how Miki, could you not? I'm sorry. Um, that sounds like a terribly like banging that guy. And then like uses her thighs to crush his head. It's like, <laughs> and I, I love the fact that the guy is just like screaming with a random name. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, it's um. Why just remind me of that scene? It's like fucking Martha. It's like who's Martha? <laughs> yeah, who's Martha? Um, so yeah, I mean, your critic, like the main criticism I had about it, and it's probably my favorite anime, and I love it, was the pacing. So I'm curious about what you thought about that because I thought that it definitely could have used like two more episodes, maybe. Like yeah. things happen real quick. It's one of those shows where nothing in the show matters until the last like few episodes. Yeah, it's a lot of build-up. Um, and then, like, once the Civil War amongst yeah, like, humanity the... starts happening, um, in, like, episode 7 or so, it goes downhill really quickly. <laughs> like, it's just... Well, it's the, point very... I, the point I want to make is just, I don't I don't feel like the build-up was worth it, because, like, you go through all this shit, oh, and then, like, at the end of it, everyone just fucking dies. See, I think that's I why... think that's the point, isn't it? You, oh, you, it point. is the point. So, like, I I, I, I... I understand that it's the point. It's just not satisfying to me. I it's just... not satisfying. It's not supposed to feel satisfying. Yeah, I, like, I don't think feel... that's the point of the ending. I know it's not supposed <laughs> to be satisfying. I, I said that. Yeah, that's you're supposed to be like, like, like you don't feel good after you finish watching it. You no, feel you don't. I, I understand. Yeah. Um, you're supposed so, to think that, like, oh, wow, this is, like, fucked up. You're supposed to, like, feel woke. Is that... No, you're supposed to just no, think people are garbage. Yeah, people yeah, are garbage. To, like, they are. You're, like, you're supposed to feel... Oh, being woke. Yeah, <laughs> you realize no, like, people are I garbage. don't think that's what being woke means, Johnny. Woke means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Johnny, you might need to go to Urban like Dictionary. Doing things like treating trans people like they're people. It's just, like, being normal. Yeah, that's woke. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, yeah, it's... being normal is accepting that people are garbage. Uh, fair. Um... 
You make a valid point, yeah. Johnny. <laughs> yeah, you make a very hard point to argue, but yeah, yeah. you got me. Um, it's, uh, yeah, so like, I, yeah, I, I'm not surprised by the six. If I had to guess what you would give it, I would have guessed a six. Um, to me, it's give a me. ten, but like, I live for that feeling where humanity is useless and that my life is meaningless and I'm just staring at the abyss that we all slowly march towards um in our lives and that like death yeah slowly yeah. coming to grips with the nothingness that we will be banished to is how i try to live my life um oh, and i think the show does a right good here. job with that where uh, <laughs> i feel like that well, got I'm, really I think personal me and you have a very different like look on life but oh man uh, I, I you know what you're, you're just young and naive older, bro. yeah, 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 maybe, yeah naive. maybe i maybe I hold, hold on stay stay golden johnny boy uh, nice. Oh, Let's worry. go. Don't worry. I already, I already went through my midlife crisis. So you know, uh, Johnny didn't get the joke, but that's okay. Yeah. He'll uh, read I that. appreciated that. But am, these, I, am I too? Am I too young? These am young I, kids no, don't you, get yeah, top the outsiders. Of, yeah, if you were gonna read it in school, you would already read it. You're not. Yeah, so just read the read, read the manga and you'll be fine. Or yeah, watch yeah. the movie. What? The, the movie's okay. Manga. <laughs> yeah, the Outsiders manga. That was the joke. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, Johnny, we're referencing a uh, a book and a movie that are very, very, very good to watch. I, watch I, the I, Outsiders. It's really watch good. Watch the Outsiders. You have to yeah. watch it in school. I'm pretty sure. Watch Cider, oh, yeah. the Outsiders is my favorite have anime. I, uh, I love that. Have I um, watched it? I don't. It's from like know. the it, 70s or 80s, probably. Got like Emilio yeah, Estevez and yeah. a couple other old. Stay good, like Pop. Boy. Real good. So, Real Pop, good. Boy. Pony also. Boy. Yep. Uh, great, sh uh, great, great stuff. All right, glad we, we got off that tangent. Uh, maybe you did. Who knows? <laughs> either way, I think that wraps. Yeah, anime. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, I think that wraps up our discussion of Double Man Cry Baby. I don't think anyone else really. I again, I haven't watched it, but I've heard great things about it. I've heard that you either love it or you hate it. So it's good to see that we have people who yeah. love it, and then people who, not not that Johnny hated it, but didn't like the message at all like, i, I, I don't hate, hate it i didn't miss the message i just don't like the message no i, I know yeah that's not fair that you that's a completely it, fair that opinion I, I'm, I'm not dumb i didn't like that's not what i said at all but he said I, that you didn't get it he said you yeah. didn't like the message yeah it's okay. like that, okay, yeah, that's fair, why it's fair, fair, like fair. it or I, don't yeah. like it I'm very comfortable. I'm show. in the same boat as Johnny. Like, calling me out, not you. I like happy shows. That's why I didn't like Devil May Cry Baby because it's really sad. Yeah, really sad. Pat, you should watch it. I bet you'd love it. Me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I bet I would. I bet I would. Um, it's, it's ten not episodes. A it's not a big commitment. It's just Netflix, man. Opening up the Netflix app instead of opening up Crunchyroll or now Funimation. God bless me for backing up <laughs> on that. The dark side. Yeah, I've, welcome. But having to open up a completely different app than the one that I'm used to, you know, I have to swipe one more slide on my phone. It's oh my it's a lot God. of work, so I, I can't do that. that. I don't I don't open Netflix for that reason. That's why I don't watch things. Like that. Move, so, move you know, group the things together. Group the apps well, together. They they are in the same folder. It's just Netflix is on the second page and Crunchyroll is on the front page. So How many streaming services do you have? A lot. Uh, you know, there's YouTube. Well, TV, I have them all. You know, so. NBC welcome Sports, to 2021, baby. Max. My yeah. God. They, they yeah. they make up for the time by giving you a skip intro button. That's true. That is true for uh, yeah, but I don't think Which like that. It's artistic. I, so. They need that um on everything. But yeah, so perfect. So moving on, Tyler. I am so excited for Tyler's oh, description Me too. of <laughs> this show. Dude, I don't even know where to start, to be honest. It's right, magical so girl here, I'll give you, so I'll as give you where soon to start, as yeah. I got 
like my what's it called as soon as i seen the show it was i just immediately was like man is it too late to back out of this secret <laughs> it was. and it was and i was like i said to him and he's like i asked rightful and he's like i'm like have you seen it he's like nope and i'm like oh god so i waited i think a couple of days to start it and i'm like i'm gonna start it now so i can watch one episode a day and i watched the one episode the first one it was like probably the most ridiculous premise ever. The first episode starts. It's a girl. I don't know what how old she is. If I had to guess, she's probably like at the beginning of middle school age. Yeah, she's 12, I believe. Okay, so that makes sense. And I can't remember if it starts out and she's either getting bullied at school or she's like tied up in like bondage ropes by her older brother and getting That's punched the like in the kidneys like yeah. repeatedly. It's her brother sexually assaulting her. Yeah, it's like super messed up and her parents are like love her the brother more and he can do whatever he want and this is like how he releases his anger is by like I mean he does he's not sexually assaulting her but he's like tying her up in sexual ways and beating the shit out of her. So like I don't know awesome. what you want to call that, but it, it's it's messed up. And that's this is the first episode, might I add. And then later in the episode, she get uh she this like uh bullies they give her like a swirly in the school toilet, and then uh As bullies they do. bring her into this like back room where like school supplies are there to get raped by some older schoolboy who looks like a grown man. And she gets away, and like all this crazy stuff happens or whatever. I I don't I might be a little ahead, but. So she's like down on her luck, and these girls get something really? called uh, a magical stick or a magic stick. They just call them sticks after they're first introduced. And some of the sticks' powers are like the main girl. It's a gun that has a love, like a heart-shaped barrel, and she shoots you with it, and you you get teleported to wherever she wants you to get teleported to. So the first time she uses it, she shoots the two like girl school bullies who are her age, so twelve years old. They get teleported in front of like a train and murdered. Awesome! So like, right away, the first episode, you're just Damn. like, oh, holy shit!" So the second second episode starts up, and this other girl who's She's 14, like 14, by the way, I guess. Okay, Sorry. 14. Still, same thing applies. But so she's in the she's in the what's it called the bathroom and. The other so there's four girls who bully her. Two of the girls are dead. So the other two girls come in and are like, "We know you did something. Like, how did they die? Because they all witnessed them just disappear, and then they died in front of a train. And she, like this girl pulls out like a freaking scalpel, like a surgical scalpel, and she's like, the other friend's like, "No, you're taking it too far." And all of a sudden, time freezes. Another girl walks in, and she's like, "I'm a magical girl too." blah 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 and walks up with the scalpel slices the one girl's throat and then puts the knife in the other girl's hand and then they leave and unfreeze time <laughs> that, i watched the first right. two episodes in one night i don't think i watched another episode for like a week i was like that's way too much the next however many episodes like really don't matter. They meet a bunch of other different magical girls, oh. and they get these sticks from this website that pops up. It's called Magical Girl Site. No and there's way. It's called admins, and they're these creepy looking like black, um, like black and white uh, characters, and they have like messed up faces and talking uh, weird accents, and they pick the magical girls, and they're um. I don't really know what the point of the show is, but they're like harvesting dark energy. 
so they find these girls who are like having bad things happen to them and then they get these magical sticks and them using the sticks takes their life they have a heart that pops up on their wrist and the like when you use it the first time your heart's full bar and it starts going down once it gets to the bottom the tattoo like disappears and the girls die uh i i so I, yeah like, I that's pretty so, much someone else you know what no the, someone else take this away. So, saying, miles i'm putting you in charge i need to this, I, is, too <laughs> much. this is too much Give me so what the, is this edge the, is this is this episode oh. just all the edgiest shows dude this is the edgiest show i've ever seen in my all life right. like i'll i'll talk about like how tokyo ghoul is good and you, somebody says edgy this is like tokyo ghoul is something you'd watch in church if this was like <laughs> what's considered edgy it's just um, like, like insane, that. man. The site manager say, and I love this, Oh, wretched thing so full of woe, to you poor so, it's magic I bestow. Dude, um, it's, it's crazy. And then they get, like, their magical powers. Um, isn't there, like, an apocalypse that's upcoming as well? Yes. So the, the very, <laughs> I, I'll just jump to that. This show doesn't matter. I don't think anybody will ever watch it. But uh, You're right. You're right. And I just assume everybody's going to die. Like, it's a 12-episode, like, confined series nah they like tease a big bad and like an apocalypse in a what do they call it the tempest the tempest, tempest yes so or yeah. tempest something yeah. like that there's like many volumes of dude manga. there's 16 volumes of this thing and it's like i don't know and like so there's probably 10 girls at the end and so towards the end they decide they're gonna kill the admins because these admins are like more or less making it they're they're the reason why the world is bad kind of is what these girls think so there's 10 different girls like the one girl can teleport another girl can stop time with her phone this other girl who's like an idol has underwear yeah underwear <laughs> and freaking she can make you do whatever she wants if she's wearing the underwear and uh what else what are some other ones a girl has a broomstick she can fly around another girl has like a necklace that makes her more or less superman uh Another girl like connects all their minds together, so she's watching them the whole time. And like, I don't think that they all know that she can like probe their minds, so she knows everybody's secrets and like stuff that's being hidden and whatnot. I like that. That's a fun. That's like a fun superpower. Yeah, that like the sticks were cool, but like the show was. I don't know, man. Like, okay, so to to step in for host here. Um, yeah, no, I'm back, but okay. I don't care. I can't okay. take it anymore. Please. Well, we don't want to watch it, Pat. You'll never watch the show. The I will never. That mind controls. Um, what would you rate the show, and who Dude. do you think assigned you the show? So I, I thought it was you to start, but then when Devil Man Crybaby came up, I thought it was Hess. I know it has to be one of the two. I don't think anybody else would, unless they just Googled like Magical Girl Show just to piss me off and like scroll down. <laughs> <and it's laughs> so like. In this show, it's like it's. I ended up giving it, I think, a five or a six, but it's it has one out of ten moments and ten out of ten moments, like every single thing in between it has. So I just gave it a five. So it's like, what do you? I don't know what else you would give something like that. You know? Was it what you were expecting from a magical girl show? No. Oh yeah, that this is the only magical girl show I've ever watched in my life. So. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I guess not. I've watched like fifteen episodes of Sailor Moon, I guess, and it was. Uh, a lot darker than Sailor Moon. Oh, uh, like oh, another girl's magical stick power. This is like a a pretty dark one. She has like a box cutter blade, and she cuts herself, and then she feeds you her blood, and then you get healed. So like yeah. at one point, the girl who uh, it's so edgy. 
some the, the brother who I was talking about who tried to like do all this crazy shit with his sister, he finds out about the magical sticks and he starts hunting these girls and stealing their sticks and like doing like creepy ass shit to them. Like I don't know. It's 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 really bad. He makes the one girl who was like superpowers more or less go stab the mind control girl like through the heart so she's dead. And all the girls start like cutting themselves with this stick and feeding her their blood to like bring her back to life. <laughs> Dude, right. I, I'm you. sorry I was gone. I had to Dude, add that. It's pretty bad. It's I don't know, man. Like, it's it's a five out of ten show, and I think that's about all I, I can say. All right. I couldn't so... tell you one character's name except admin. Like Ad- anybody's right. character, it was just like the girl with the teleport gun, or you know. <laughs> I, uh, I believe. Stop time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I, I don't think I would recommend it unless you're Paz or Miles. All right. Well, so I let's hate find it. Miles said he hates it. As as the person who recommended this to Tyler, <laughs> what did you? <laughs> so just give us the whole spiel, so, please. All right. So there was a list of things to give you. Um. So Tyler, you know I love you, but I hate you. So it was all bad. Same, same, same. Um, <laughs> it was Kaze no Stigma, Date Alive, uh, Magical Girl Sight, oh, If Her Flag alive. Breaks, and I forget what the fifth one was. Of um, all the ones I, you named, thank you, thank you for Magical yeah, Girl Sight. Actually, yeah. So, so it was also we did a random number generation and a Kaze no Stigma one, but Miles was like, "Let's go against that," and I was like, "You know what? You're right." Um, this was this was a consorted effort, by the way. <laughs> this was a really? two-man operation. Um, so I was like doubly and, right. It was the two of you. Yeah, well, you are right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so smart. And, I would be the villain in an anime, by the way. <laughs> so, you know. Yes. Yeah. So when, when we selected Magical Girl Sight, um, uh, a lot of it too was what we talked about. It's like your favorite part of Violet. I think we said this. Your favorite part of Violet Evergarden was the fight or like you said it was good uh, and it was a cool moment um this yeah, this turned into a shonen or whatever yeah, yeah. And, and this is like that except super edgy um just you know and it never stops um for me personally i can't speak for miles i just, that whole like i agree with you that whole subplot about like admins this is just jank dead tube with magical girls um like there's this website and they want to kill the admins the admins are fucking evil that no one gives a shit I'm there to watch people get bullied um, and and killed. Like that's Jesus that's it. Jesus like, Christ! So, <laughs> but yo, what you just said there—if they didn't have like the admin story and tease the apocalypse and whatever that weird magical girl was in that tube at the end—if they mm-hmm. didn't have all that and only one person ended like alive at the end, I'd have probably gave it like an eight out of ten. Yeah. So like <laughs> for me, this is like five. for me, this is like an eight nine depending on the day depending on how like bad i'm feeling about the world that is on a day right um <laughs> unlike miles i have zero respect for magical girls as a genre uh my experience with it was magical girl site this was my first magical girls and then it was madoka magica um so like all i know is suffering in this and i think it's art like that this is it's probably responsible as to why i like gore manga um and i'm just glad that like while you 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 find there are one out of tens. Like it, it pleases me that there are ten out of ten moments in this horrific, like gore porn. That is like just. I, I think there's moments. multiple ten out of ten moments. That's yeah, why I like, oh, at yeah. least four. 
and at the end, I I did leave that out. It is like a shonen fight at the end. They all whip out their freaking sticks and are powers going every which direction. And the admins have like whatever power they want. Like she has double spirit gun, like Yusuke, just blasting out bullets one after another, taking girls. Remember another name? Oh wait, no wait, Yusuke from. Are you saying like from Yu Yu Hakusho or something? Yep, yep. Oh, okay. Like the Never mind then. So you didn't remember another. All right, no, 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 no. All right. No. Uh, so I have a general question. Let's let's we'll try to wrap things up on this show here. But so Miles, it, yes. Tyler just said there are four ten out of ten moments. Can, other than the Shonen fight at the end, can you think of? Can you try and guess what one of the other three moments was? And let's see if you get it right or not. That Tyler thought were ten out of ten. Um. As our resident magical girl expert. So, like, know. the way that I describe the show is that someone someone in some marketing department saw Madoka Magica was popular, watched Madoka Magica, and took the wrong lesson from the entire experience and then made Magical Girl Sight. Um, they were just I like, oh, th- the suffering is good. Let's just dial that up to, like, 47. What about the characterization? doesn't matter um that's what they right. did oh, um, and there was a lesbian subplot too that was like just tossed in there well i mean it's a magical girl show um that's very normal if you've ever seen uh, sailor moon you probably uh, yeah. Yeah. they're all super lesbians um and, and that's like because like they're all like isolation and any regardless um so if i had to guess another moment um hey i'll give you a hint if you want sure Involves the brother. It involves the brother. I, I don't tell me which one is it. It's what happens to him at the end. Oh, spoilers! You yeah, can spoil it. Spoilers. Please um, spoil it. Spoil it. It pans out, and he's naked, and a cop has caught him, who also hunts magical girls. He's got a wall of magical uh, magic sticks, and he's like, "Do you know why I took you?" And the brother's like, "Just kill me, just kill me." He says something about uh. You're very bad and you're very pretty, and it pans out, and you see he's like naked, chained up on the wall, and he's just about to, fuck, he's about to get what's coming to him. Or Damn. Like yeah, Miles, how could you not see that. that was a ten out of ten scene? That sounds like a silly, ten out of ten. Silly show. me. <laughs> Dead. I, I was so mad because when he was, he got stabbed in the neck at one point, and like the throat, and then he couldn't use. He was wearing the magical girl panties. So he couldn't talk anymore, so he couldn't control them. And then, like, the of episode course. ends, he's just gone until the last episode. We knew that. I, yeah, I think that, like, that. I think everyone who gets stabbed in the throat in the show lives, because the girl who gets her throat sliced lives and becomes Literally, a magical every, girl. The only people I think that actually die are the admins who, like, aren't people, I don't think, and the two girls at the beginning who got teleported into the truck. Into the truck, yeah. Which was also pretty like, gruesome. Train cooned. They got train cooned. <laughs> I would only recommend the show to the type of person who would like this show, and that person probably doesn't need it recommended. They already know. That is Oh my god. Oh, that is a fantastic way to end that that list. Amazing. That, I love that. That was really well done. We <laughs> got. I guess it's odd to me. All right, so this is going to be a fun discussion. I think it's going to be more similar to our normal discussions on Anime Watch Club, uh, the thing that's uh, you know inspired this group of people to get together. Um, so I got Fate Zero assigned to me. Let me go through my little uh... checklist. Real quick. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Fate Zero. Here we are. All right, so 
my general thoughts on it were that I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I only got the first season assigned to me because for whatever reason, it's split into two seasons. That's a whole nother story. I don't understand it because it's a continuous plot. There's not even like a really good cliffhanger ending point really at the end of the first season. I don't understand why it's split up. Whatever. Beside the point. Um, in general, though, I loved the show. I, so I watched the second season as well because I wanted to and because I felt like I needed to to be able to discuss it. Because otherwise, how the hell would you talk about Fate Zero without knowing how it wraps up and knowing essentially how all the fights happen? Because I, the one thing that bothered me about the show was that the first half of it, so the first 12 episodes, there's when I go into Fate, I think of epic fight scenes, battles, you know, awesome iconic animations from uh the studio ufotable you know like all that kind of things and that it happened a couple times in the first 12 episodes but it wasn't nearly the same as the second season where it was like every episode there was a fantastic fight there was something going on uh like that there was a death or some kind of message um other than that, though, I in general, I I really love this experience. I'm so glad I finally watched it. It's no all about yeah, I know. I well, again, it time. It's I know it's about time. Again, there are other shows on the list that I I can't wait to watch. It's just a matter of finding time amongst the seasonals or getting them nominated for Watch Club. Uh, but yeah, this show is perfect for me. It's literally what like I would be looking for as a history nerd, as a person who loves mythology biblical references and uses of uh you know like old tales to uh tell stories and have themes and everything else my god it was the perfect show for me i don't know why i didn't watch it sooner uh so the score i gave it the first season itself i gave an eight because i think i was frustrated by the you know first off the fact that it was a split show i didn't understand that and that also again there but there are moments too where it drags a bit the first two episodes i was like this is so melodramatic and i love melodrama but it was like this is not at all what i was expecting from fate but in hindsight after watching including the second season into this which i gave a nine i i i loved it it was great build up there's a lot of tension again there were just moments where the show i feel like could have either been trimmed down or in the contrary, I also didn't like, because I didn't know this going into it, because I intentionally avoided all spoilers, I didn't like that this was just a prequel, so it set up a bunch of things going on in the next one. Which, of course, isn't fair to the show that I'm knocking it for that. But I don't care. It's my my review. It's my score. I'm giving it a 9 out of 10, because, again, I loved this show. I, I had so much fun with all the mythology, and the characters are awesome. The motivations are cool. Uh, so, yeah, I am... And the person, I think, that recommended it to me uh again i would have thought it could have been miles i thought it could have been pete you know everyone's been telling me to watch this show for so long because again i think everyone here has watched it um but based on the I've, other nominations well, i've watched it but i haven't seen it all. you haven't seen it all uh, you you've seen some of it all right but either way yeah so I'm, like every yeah I've, I've seen some of it some of it yeah right yeah so but everyone else i think has watched it completely so I had no idea who it was going to be until I did process of elimination. So I'm pretty damn sure it is Johnny. Johnny, was it you? You are correct. It was me. All right. There we go. So uh, Johnny did recommend fate to me. Now, 
first thought, uh, so Johnny, what are your general thoughts and your score of the show, uh, the series in general? You can do the both both seasons, right. your scores, whatever. Uh, just real quick before I have some questions and hypotheticals to pose, actually. So I right. came prepared. Right, well, well, before I say that, can I just say why I gave you the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. That that's you. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. All right. So, so going into this, I was thinking like, hmm, like it's twenty four episodes, and like it is separated between season one and two. But you, my thought process was is that I know like you're the type of person who would love this kind of stuff. It's like I think before you said you didn't like you didn't want to get into fate because of the one the time commitment and two you thought it was like similar to shonen. Uh, yeah. That, well, so my inter- yeah. my initial impression of Fate was that it was very shonen, um, which again, I'm. It's not that I hate shonen. It's just it's not something I want to have to invest a lot of time into. And again, I thought I would have to. I thought if I watched the first twelve episodes, I would not be satisfied, and I'd have to watch the other eighty or something that there. Oh yeah, not that there's actually like eighty, but that's what it feels like with all the different movies oh, yeah, timelines. Yeah, it probably is. Well, if you include like movies and split them up into episodes, it would probably be like, you know, 60 to 80 episodes of a show. I was just like, I don't want to commit myself to that. So I never did. Same reason why Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood still haven't started it or watched it yet. You know, that kind of thing. So, but that's, that's another story another day. Um, but yeah, so Jai, what, why else did you recommend it? Yeah, to so, me? so going on to that point where like you say that you don't like the complete things. When I nominated this for you, I had the thought process in my head that there is no way you're not going to want to watch the second part. And I was correct. And you, so you went out of your way to watch that. I was counting on it. And I was right. Yeah. No, that's completely fair. So yeah, so what what are your general impressions of the show too? And then uh, your score as well for both seasons. Well, see... I'm a bit, like, different compared to everyone else into how they got into phase since most people... I believe almost everyone here started with Phase Zero, right? I started with Unlimited yes. Blade Works. I started oh, with really? Zero. Oh, really? Oh, so I'm I'm in the same boat as Miles. I started with Unlimited Blade Works. Yeah. So going into Zero, I like I knew who Saber was, but I didn't know any of the other characters. Okay. So yeah, so so my opinion of the show is basically the same as yours. Like I love it. I loved all the characters. Every like the fight scenes, like great youthful will never disappoints me. Like the characters, they all have they all have their own desires and motivations, and yeah, it's it's, it's a great show. I also gave it a nine out of ten. Okay, yeah. So I agree. The fight scenes are cool. Again, I'm not. Uh, I shouldn't be labeled a fight scene connoisseur or anything like that either, because I don't watch a lot of shows that have them. You know, like I was looking at it and I liked all the flashy colors. You know, the swords were cool, the weapons were cool, the animation was like visually stunning. But, like, it's not something that I, like, sit there and, and can actually, like, accurately curate. But, like, as someone who doesn't watch shows with a lot of fight scenes, I think that this show was fantastic. Like, uh, the uh, it was probably one of the best I've ever seen, like, throughout the show, at least. It was the best uh, choreographed and, and fight scene organized sort of show I've ever seen. And then, uh, so, yeah, I have a fun little hypothetical to pose here. So, I have a question for Miles, someone else who has also recommended this show to me many times. Miles, what is your opinion on Kiritsugu, the uh, the Saber's master? And, and and do you like him as a character? Do you feel like, just give me your general thoughts on him? Sure. Um, I so there's a little bit of a conflict between Saber and him um, throughout the entire thing, and I tend to come over on the Kiritsugu side. Uh, he seems like a little more chaotic, good. Um, while Saber's a little more, like, lawful good. Um, right. That seems to be, like, the pit of their argument. 
Um, and so, I mean, I, I like him as a character, though I think he, in a weird way, even though I just described him as kind of good, he has like a little bit too much of like a creed for me. Um, I, I like sort of just enjoy it when people are like uh, a little more flexible. I'm, I'm not sure exactly. They let maybe yeah. emotions control them or something else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are they willing to like, you know, greater good, let some value slide every now and then sort of thing. Like, okay. No, that, that makes sense. I, I agree with you. I think, uh, I, I loved him as a character. I think he was yeah, fantastic. Was really cool. Um, so my hypothetical thought, uh, the thing that popped right into my head while I was watching this and by the end of it was that I could not stop comparing in my head Kiritsugu to Violet in Violet Evergarden in the sense <laughs> that she is... Uh, interesting. Well, she has the same like sort of backstory where she comes from a very tragic past mm-hmm. and has... It, you know, like, lo- logistically, where? Do, why does he have this past? We don't know. You know, like, we kind of know that, you know, with the island scene and everything, like, yeah. why he is so motivated it's in that really way. It's a really good episode. It is. Those two episodes were awesome. That, that was when I was just, like, starting to be like, okay. Well, <laughs> at first, I was like, oh, backstory, ew. But then I was like, this yeah, is it's awesome. It's really good backstory. It's really, really good. It's really well done. We used to blow it, up the plane. Um. Anyways, the blowing up the plane yeah. scene. Oh. oh, and she smiles that. a little bit. Oh, she. He uses the lesson she taught her about being selfish or not. Not being selfish, but um, making selfish. the choice. Yeah. No, making the choice to save one. Uh, save the many over saving the few. That that was so. Mm. Perfect. I Perfect. loved it. But yeah. again, so my main comparison there was uh, the fact that you didn't like how Violet was just inexplic- inexplicably capable of doing lo- – that was your main criticism of Violet Evergarden is that she didn't feel like there was any justification for her being like this super soldier child, right? Correct. Like that was your – Yes. Why is it okay for Kiri- – so Kiritsugu, he comes from a family or from a father at least – that is magically capable, but he doesn't actually ever learn any magic from his father. So yeah. this is where his super soldier kind of stuff. Why? Uh, so my, uh, you didn't say that you loved Kiritsugu the most. You know, you said you liked him as a character. So this is where I was hoping to like corner me, w- corner you with, oh, I love Kiritsugu, and then I would be like, well, you should love Violet, and we get to make it our favorite show. <laughs> I think on like totally different though. Uh, like, Violet lives in like a somewhat real world, and mate, there. Yeah. They're fighting for the Holy Grail, so like, well, like a real world is kind of thrown out the window, you know. A real world, except it's a fantasy world. It's not the actual country. It's not the actual. Violet seems like a lot more like I could see a world that Violet Evergarden is living in, or based in reality. I didn't see like the fourth Holy Grail war going on. Tyler, Tyler, you like Violet Evergarden? Stop! Stop ruining my argument. (laughs) Stop ruining my. I know, I know, but you like Violet Evergarden a lot. I like Um, Violet more. True, true, true. So there you go. So stop. You need to stop. You need to stop. No, it's you my the one who wins or loses because I get him and the guy he's battling mixed up often. Um, Kiritsugu is the one who wins uh, and then decides. Okay, so then now this can transition pretty well. So I didn't corner Miles well so. enough, I guess. So whatever. This can transition though into my my main question. So basically, my understanding of the ending, again, yes. major spoilers as we have already been doing, is that the Grail he gets he wins which it's weird because like we don't actually see archer die until after he wins right uh, like uh, 
Good luck. Good. You'll Richard find out doesn't if you watch die. Ultimate Blade work. Yeah, okay. Well, that's why my point is he. Well, yeah, he ends up like naked and then or whatever. Yeah. But so, so then my question is: so does the he, uh, saber destroys the Holy Grail? Correct. 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 Okay. So does the does everyone get their wishes granted? Is no that one, what it is? No Nobody one, wins. No one got their but wish. No one. Granted. But people are brought back to life, aren't they? No, no one it, is brought back to life. No, they, here, they explain here. it in the show how how uh, Archer manages to stay alive. I, I forgot the reason. They for do it, that but... in Ultimate Blade Works, right? Uh, well, so like that's the thing. So Archer, it's just like, oh, I guess God decided he wanted me to be alive with Archer with Kire, the the final, you know, the um, the son, yeah, the priest, whatever, the son of the main priest that like was organizing the games or whatever. Um, he is alive or he's he doesn't have a heartbeat but he's alive somehow i didn't understand that very well because like they tried to say like i I don't know again i and i paid attention i try i rewound Uh, multiple times i was so confused and then lastly sorry just one more scene before before you try to explain when rin gets to see her father being buried so he is speaking and doing all the which again, fantastic scene because he's speaking in, albeit poor English, but he's speaking a Bible verse, and it was so perfect for the the tone and the moment of the show, the Bible verse that he read. Um, but I didn't understand how he was alive, and people thought he was alive. So, like, how did he survive if he actually got killed without some sort of wish or power? I, I and if this is a big spoiler for like the. Because I probably will go and end up watching Blade Works and then the movie series after, eventually. I probably won't do it tomorrow or something, but I will eventually. If it's a big spoiler, then go ahead and say, just, it's a big spoiler, move on. But I, I don't understand how he survived in that moment. I was confused as well. That's so, why I didn't give it a 10. I... Yeah. So, the the Grail doesn't form correctly, right? So that's why he's uh, he orders Saber to destroy it. Um, ending the Grail War. Um, the it doesn't form correctly because Iris Field because can't of Anu. because of uh, oh because of the the demonic spirit or right? whatever. Yeah, the uh, Meg. Jeez, uh, I can't remember. I've I've spoiled myself wrong on here, even though I haven't. So I already know. Yeah, no, that that's understandable. It's the uh, same way with other shows for me, but um, but yeah. So like, uh, and so Iris Veal is supposed to be the vessel that becomes. Correct. The Holy Grail, because, but like, why does that need to exist? I don't know. Uh, again, I guess that's going so far into fate lore that it, it's almost not. Yeah, a lot of it is based off of other fate lore that's already existed. So, like, if you do, <laughs> like, annoying. Stay Night, Ultimate Blade Works, and Heaven's Feel, you'll get a better grasp of all of this stuff. Mm. Um, as far as the guy's heart not beating, um, I've always taken that as like a, um, not like a, like it's literally not beating, but like also like kind of like a metaphorical change in his demeanor. Like it's an embrace, him embracing this sort of selfishness, evilness that he has come to adapt over the course of the fourth Holy Grail war. Um, Third third in this case, right? I believe it's, I believe it's fourth. It's the fourth. It's the yeah, it's the then there's the fifth. The then there's the fifth. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Happy, please. That's day night. 
Okay. Yes, the fifth is day night. The first. Okay, so then it is matter. the fourth then. Okay, yeah. They don't get mentioned at all, right? In the in the show, I don't know. It, they, I, I believe the from what I understand, the first three Grail Wars were inconclusive. Inconclusive. I think I they think say that at the beginning of Fate. Whatever right. Well, that's my point. Yeah. The, the the so it's like something that like gets yeah. So like the beginning, it's so much exposition that I'm just so lost in it that I don't remember half of it. Which of course, if I watch it again, I'd be like, oh, that built up to this scene and that built up to the other scene. The show did a great job of doing that, but there was so much of it that I was very annoyed by at the end of it when it wasn't like fully put together. Like I was still frustrated by it. But yeah, um, I get so that, it. There's a sub theme of the Grail Wars never being conclusive. It's like right. a plot point. Um, as you go deeper into the lore, True that like wins. there's a reason they're never conclusive, um, and it's because there's like someone pulling the strings or something. I don't know. I haven't gotten that deep. Yeah, um, I, I liked that at the end. Kiritsugu's wish. They proved how unrealistic or um, impossible it was without literally wiping out humanity because. It, human nature conflict i think they said in the show conflict is built into like human nature and i think that that's a, a very cool message to examine especially when you look at the characters that are or the servants that are uh being brought back with gilgamesh with uh alexander the great all these great conquerors king arthur someone who's so mythological and and has so much sway i guess or or just like presence in mythology like that was so so cool to uh to see all being combined together even even lancer so lancer i didn't even really know much about him i knew uh the name was familiar to me because my grandmother loves to tell me celtic tales and stuff and and stuff but i didn't know much about him uh uh or his care the person he was based off of but then when i did more research i found that this show was so well put together in terms of like the research and the ideas behind it i I could not believe how well they took all these different mythical people from multiple. It's not even just like, oh, it's one religion. It's Japanese mythology or it's European myth Arthurian mythology. It's from all over the world. And I know it, it, in the later Fate series as well, they they do they continue to do this. It, it, it's truly incredible. Like the amount of research that must have gone into this show, I, I was blown away. I uh, that that was one of the main things I loved about it too. Because again, as a person who's like no, it's a, a, almost a historian essentially like like with my degree and everything like that's that is my my main interest and i loved all the references and callbacks and the the little quirks about all the characters it was so cool fate fate was again i can't gush enough about how much i enjoyed fate um i'm so glad one of you about uh, time yeah it's about time i watched it again I'll i just finish need a reason too. that's well that's the thing that's next on the list do i finish do i watch the rest of fate no, no, nope. Code Geass. Code Geass is so clear. Right. I would say watch the rest of Fate. Biles is the Code Geass hater. He thinks it's only good because it came out at a time when I'm already else halfway good. through Code Geass. I've never and even watched Code Geass. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is so funny because again, this is getting into podcast lore, uh, our our own podcast mythology, if you will. But yeah, so I, I'm 21 episodes into Code Geass. Again, I I'll watch like that. three or four. But I want to finish it, but I need to like really pay attention to it. Um, so th that's the thing, though. Like I remember where I am in Gios, and I know I'm coming up to a very big moment when 
the yes. first season yes. ends. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm like very if you aware. That episode, you I, wouldn't stop. I wouldn't I, stop, and that's the thing. <laughs> like, do I do that and commit myself to that for the next two weeks, or do I commit myself to the next two weeks to finish? What's first? Heaven hey. feel or blade works? I don't know, dude. I could send you the link. Blade it's like works. a giant piece it's of unlimited blade. unlimited blade works, not ultimate blade works. Unlimited blade works, yeah. Yeah, Look, yeah, yeah it's actually very unlimited budget works. Look, if you, um, if it's like, you've, you've already ruined, as someone who has stopped in the middle of Code Geass and restarted uh, or, or continued on, you've already ruined the Code Geass experience. You have to watch that shit uninterrupted. So just watch Fade Unlimited Blade Works. You're, you're not 21 that, episodes deep in a Code Geass. You're zero episodes deep now because you stopped. That, um, yeah. You could be, you could be like me who just watches whichever episode of Code Geass he wants. Like, I seriously started at episode one and I skipped like episode 22. Okay, don't do that. That is, a, that is a terrible idea. You're not happy. You that is a terrible a, idea. Do not follow Happy Suit. This video. Um. Yeah. Uh, we. That's fine. All right. <laughs> I like that. Happy. That's chaotic neutral. No, chaotic evil. I would say. Yeah. Even. <laughs> that is chaotic evil, and I love it. Um. Johnny, you said you had one more question, and then we can move on from Faye. I. I the only reason we talked about it so long is because I think. Yeah. Again, most of us can talk I mean, about the only it. Only so. one we've all watched. Yeah, yeah so, so it's a little easier to talk about. So the ahead, thing I, I wanted to ask you is because, like, you've been going on about fate and, like, this whole time. But, like, you haven't really brought up, like, I, what I think is probably, like, the most reoccurring character in all of anime, which is Saber. So, like, what's your opinion on her? Oh, Saber, that's a great question. So, again, I loved all the characters in this show. I think they were really fun. Uh, I have a... Uh, so Shiro is a completely new character, right? He's not like the reincarnation of the the caster, is he? You can spoil that for me. Right? Uh, uh, in Shiro? zero, Emiya no. Emiya caster in caster in zero, the guy who's all crazy about killing kids. Wait, he's not the Reyes? like Jean de no, 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 no. Not the the not the servant, the master. He's oh. not the master oh, reincarnated. No. Okay, yeah. so because no, I thought no. he was the master reincarnated because I was like, oh, so everyone got like their wish because oh, no. no one got their wish or something. Uh, that was just, that, that was a theory a I tried that's to create. Okay, okay, again, yeah. that was a theory I tried to create because I was trying to understand like, oh, why is this random ass kid so important? Like, what? And he has orange hair like the guy did, you know? Like, and I was trying to again, I was trying to theory craft, but uh, but Saber herself, I really like Saber. I think she was a cool character. Um. Like I, I talked about this earlier in the Discord, but I was annoyed that they changed the mythology. Like I thought that the way that they changed the mythology, you'd be like, oh well, King Arthur was a girl just cross dressing. It was like, oh, like they gave some sort of logic to it. But then once they started bringing in Lancelot as Berserker, which I loved, but then I thought about it. I'm like, well, Lancelot falls falls in love with um, King Arthur's Guinevere. wife, Guinevere, and it's like, well, how does that work if yeah, like, how does King Arthur's wife work if King Arthur is also a girl? Like, do they flip it in that? Like, do they, is is it just... A lot of those people back then, like, they liked boys and girls, didn't they not? Well, no, so, that, well, so they did. Like, it's the fact that they, she In had history. a son. Or she had a son. Yeah, well, that, that's the Also the son's thing. a daughter. <laughs> Mord, Mordred yeah. and Nero. Mordred. I mean, Pete. So, Pat, uh, Pat I yeah. can actually answer this question. White people. Uh, so. <laughs> White people. But, um, no, I understand you know that. It, Actually, I'm it, gonna just. It's Merlin's magic, I'm, right? I'm gonna, is I'm the, uh... type it. It's the magic. Yes, yes. I was gonna. I was, yes. I, I'm actually gonna type it to you because it's actually 
quite NSFW, so give me a sec. Uh, yeah, no, I understand. No, so someone explained it to me already that, yeah, basically Merlin, whenever necessary, gave Saber the parts necessary to create a child with a woman, even with herself being a woman. That is all you need to say. Um, again, I was, that's yeah, when I would, but that was, and I was like, oh, well, that makes sense in the, in the logic of, oh, Merlin is a magician who can literally or, or wizard whatever who can do literally anything you know he was the most powerful wizard of the time so cool that makes sense but at the same time i was just like man that's really convenient like that's annoying i don't know i, I it it was a bit of a and they also don't explain that in zero so that's why i was annoyed too because i was like man this really important moment when lancelot and arthur the two the two heads of the round table essentially go at it in this in this super climactic moment in the show it's like but wait one of uh, their lore doesn't match up anymore because of what they changed about it i just wish i love saber i wish they kept saber as or king arthur as a guy and didn't just make him a waifu for the sake of well, selling the show or the novels or whatever well, because that's it, the only reason they made her a waifu is for the well, sake of selling the show well, well pat to to tell you the reason why they made her a waifu, uh, Faisal and I started off as a an Orochi. Um, let's get. No, yeah. I understand. It's like a, it's a <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. It's like an Orochi, whatever. I understand that. That's why they made it different. But I don't care. That still annoys me because that would. I don't think that that matters there, to me. It, I think it would tell more. There's plot story. points about her like having to lead as a woman and like having to hide her gender and stuff in other, like more in the things. other fates. Right. No, yeah. I understand that. Anime, but in it. what I watched. Yeah, Correct. visual novels are great. Perfect transition. Thank you, Haz. Uh, Pete, you're uh, you're up next. So, what show did you have to? Watch? Oh my. Okay. Well, I had the. I don't even know what you want to call it. Romance. It's. Do you like NTR or not? I had White Album Two, and White Album Two is Origairu or My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu with an NTR element. So, man. Yeah, Origairu. Um, yeah, so if you like love triangles, if you like those style of shows, you will like White Album. We were talking about this earlier of why I hate White Album. So essentially how it is. There's the main character who has two love interests. And those two love interests are best friends with each other. So the whole premise of the show is like the main character likes the black haired girl. But the black haired girl is timid. So then the redhead girl swoops in. Because she also likes him, but they're best friends, so it's cool, right? No, it's not. Um, essentially, I, I don't even know how much to describe this because it's just such a fuck fest. I hated this show. This show was wow. so bad. I hated everything about it. If they presented the characters as like idiots, it would have been much better. But we are presented, the main character is presented as the top of, the, he is like the number one student in their high school. He is right. a smart student. He is super social. He understands all these cues. He's not like this socially awkward dude like Hachiman is. He is the go-to for everybody. But for some reason, he can't understand feelings. And not only that, no one else could understand feelings because it's more important to fuck your friends over than to get and get the dude that you want than actually like have a, a, a like a meaningful relationship. I hated everything about the show. I could not relate to any of the characters. And the best part of this whole story is that in the end, everybody loses. I love the ending. The ending was so great because I hated all the main characters and they all lost. 
I'm giving this a three out of ten. I hated this show oh, so much. God. A wow, three. That's wow. Ha- it has it has a seven point seven on Mal, and I don't understand why because the show yeah, sucks. Seven point seven. The show sucks. The show sucks balls. Huge wow. balls. All right. So who do you think gave it to you? It's you, Pat. It's obviously you. <laughs> oh really? Wow, crazy. All right. Yeah. So it was me. Uh, let me go to my list to double check. Yes, it was me who gave White Album two to Pete. Uh, the main logic for me going into it was uh, there were two things, basically. One, no one else has ever seen White Album 2 before, and I really wanted to talk about it with someone because I remember when I watched it, it was on Crunchyroll, or it is on Crunchyroll, uh, and it's just like way down the romance list. I had been already watching like all sorts of different shows, especially yep. like non-mainstream ones, and I was like, this one looks cool. Listen to the first song that they play in it, and then the OP is really catchy, or it's a really powerful song. Yeah. When you see the translation to it. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, I really liked it, so I was like, "Oh, I'll give it a shot." I watched it. By the end of it, I was just like, "Whoa, this is incredible!" Like, not incredible in the sense that it was a fantastic story, but more incredible in the sense that I was just like, "I can't believe, like, what just happened. What I just witnessed happen." And it feels real to me. So that's where I, my I think our main disagreement is in where we how we feel about the characters in the show. Okay, I'm um, so, I'll put it in terms of real. Okay, if my best friend was trying to get to a girl, I would never, ever, ever, ever go after the same girl my best friend was going after. Like ever, and not only that, like completely blindside, completely blindside. I just say completely blindside, but blindside her in terms of like. Setsuna knows that Toma likes the main character. It's yes, it, it, she sees him kiss him while he's like sleeping. Like she is well aware of her quote very best, aware. Yes, quote yes. best friends feelings towards the main they character. Are best friends. Yes, and, uh, no, they are not best friends. They are they not are best. best friends. They, are. they are not. They are no, 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 no. They claim they are best friends. They, they are. They are not. They, All right. So no, like, no, 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 anyway. no, no, no. You cannot tell me that these two people are best friends. Sure, they maybe care about each other, but I would never, ever, ever, ever do that to your best friend. That's just you. You are confused so, what a best friend is. You know what? No. If so, you so love like, someone enough, then maybe you would. No, I don't know. These, I, these you, chicks you know, are dumb. Let's let has talk. Let's let has. Talk. I, I just, I just want to put this out there for viewers because I told this to Pat because I think Pat he didn't get to that um, because I, I kind of gave Pat my opinion on pete's opinion um he, he tried to get me to watch white album too so that i could also talk about it i wanted um, a third opinion because i yeah, need someone third to, opinion. to but, take the two radically different opinions on the show yeah. and be like the middleman to try to like draw them all together which um, the more yeah. i thought about it i came up with a way to present it to make it make sense that i'll get to later but first has please go ahead and, and explain because i think you put it very well as well so i just think like pete has like doesn't like people who are hypocrites or like weird social situations and hasn't experienced them enough in his lifetime to understand that that is like best friends who fuck each other's like love interest is a real thing like they're not best friends that that's maybe what not they to are. You, Pete, but not like, to you. No, people. they're they're just but lying. The, little... the whole the whole story is that they lie to themselves the entire yeah. story. They're yeah. constantly lying you to themselves. To themselves, yes. He does not like shitty people. That's what I'm saying. No, it, okay, like no, people. it's different. Okay, if they are presented as like idiots, like if uh, the main character Haruki is presented as like this dumbass who doesn't understand social cues, he doesn't understand like 
relationships. Like he doesn't understand any of this. It would be like, it would be like realistic, but we are presented with Haruki as like this genius, super popular, well, like constructed down to earth character. Like he goes out of his, you see it early where he goes out of his way to help like Setsuna and Toma both out of like the goodness of his own heart is presented immediately how good of a dude this dude is. And he's yeah, just he's like, you know what? He's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm thirsty as hell. I'm super horny. I'm a bag whoever I want. This is like, well, this character that you are presented with is not like how it's shown in the, the show. And he constantly, he constantly feels bad for his actions. And he's just like, I'm gonna do it again. Like, who cares? Like, fuck it. That's literally yes, me. That's, that's literally person. me. That's, that's a real person. Me. What are you Holy about? shit. It is a real person. Sure, it could be. It could be. It could be. Okay. It could uh, be a real a person. It absolutely could be a real person, but that's not how the anime is presented in this character. I disagree with you completely because the whole point of the anime is that this perfect guy, this guy that is, uh, again, we, uh, I think you're over. You're not changing my mind. Uh, I, I don't care, but I yeah, want to give the listeners yeah. and the people like Miles, who's listening and is probably intrigued by this, um, because I think you would love this show, Miles. Um, and TR is art. It's also, Indeed. and it all, also the source is a visual novel. This is only one third of the story. This is the prequel to the actual story of White Album 2, which is, I read the synopsis of the rest of the visual novel and all its routes. It's awesome. It's incredible. It's it's exhilarating. I That's fine. I'm only judging it based off the anime. I understand. And yeah. I understand that. Even just judging it off the anime, though, I thought it was so interesting. So the whole point is that this guy who understands social cues and knows what he's doing is fucked up. He reflects on it. And especially by the end, he starts reflecting on it, too. No, he does where, not. Yeah, he does. He, he he's like, absolutely does he's not. Dating, he is. So, so in order to undercut the black-haired girl who uh toma who is the um the quieter like pete said the quieter less like less uh loud and uh pushy uh, of the two friends setsuna intentionally uh, essentially undercuts her and asks out the main guy who even though he has feelings for both of them and it may but mainly for the black-haired girl the timid girl he says yes, one, out of guilt. I would actually argue that he has no feelings for Setsuna. Because I think he has some Because it's, it's like, referenced multiple times that, like, she even says that, like, he cares more about how I feel about him than he feels about me, and I knew he would say yes. Correct. So she says, uh, she, but no, but that's the thing. So Setsuna acknowledges by the end that she intentionally undercuts Toma and forced, uh, uh, I don't know who he lost, but whatever, um, happy oh, he'll be back he forced or she forced the main character into saying yes for the sake of the light music club to make sure that they don't break up before their big concert right or or after their right after their big uh concert and it's a really scummy and shitty thing to do but she was desperate and she was a real character who made a decision that was selfish and very self-interested that's the whole point. And then the same thing with the the main character, continuing the relationship, knowing deep down that he really does care for Toma more, the, the girl that he is not dating. He loves her and he has feelings for both, but he truly knows deep down that he loves Toma. By the end of it, he caves in and NTRs the fuck out of Setsuna, literally in front of her. Right too. in front of her, yes. Right in front of her. 
I don't know if you saw the cover for the YouTube video or the the promo art. It literally happens in the the, the airport scene. It's so good. It's so good. Literally right in front of him. She he kisses Toma right before she gets on a plane to go away to fucking Italy to learn how to play a piano better or something. Literally just makes out full on makes out in front of every in front of Setsuna, his current girlfriend, with her best friend because he finally owns up to his feelings of love for her and interest okay her. It okay is fantastic okay pat this is it. this is my review not yours so i'm gonna go back to what i was sure. saying so these the three main characters are just pure trash okay they always they constantly are undermining each other and you can say it's real but it's still the fact that these people are absolute garbage so it how you feel about garbage people i think is fine it's just how i think that they are presented in the anime is how they're not, like, represented towards the end of the show. And uh, you could say that, like, yeah, it's a quality that people have, like, faults or shit, but, like, these people aren't having, like, faults. These are, like, garbage human beings that are constantly undermining each other, screwing each o- over each other just to get what they want. And sure, there's a difference between, like, selfish and, like, shooting your shot. I think me and Miles were talking about it earlier, but, like... Kobe! Mm-hmm. Kobe! Rest in peace. But, like, I, I just... I just hate... I couldn't... How could I relate to these characters? Like... Why do I give a fuck that Haruki is sad? Why do I care that Setsuna is sad? Why do I care that Toma is sad? I don't care because they're all absolute garbage people. Because se- I, God, no, just like the scene where like Toma is like about to leave and then Haruki Haruki finds her and then they have sex while Setsuna is calling them on the cell phone. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. like why? Why do I care what happens between each other? Like why do I care? Like, sure, because they're giving in. They're giving in to their desires that they initially were writing off as oh it's it's me not feeling well or it's me not thinking correctly they're giving in and slowly accepting okay but that's the thing they they're they're giving it to like their sexual desires because you see immediately emotional the next morning like toma like leaves like super sad and she even got the limp because she probably like lost her virginity haruki haruki is just like sitting on the floor like being all sad and shit because like he knew he he just cheated on his girlfriend Yeah, yeah but it's just like Okay, the realism in this show is not real. Like, I disagree so much. Okay, I, I, don't know, I don't know what circle you guys are living in where you have... Yeah, these people you, sound like complete psychopaths. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't know what circle you live in where your best friend and your love interests are all... Like not like kind not like kind of garbage people. Like we all have faults. Like we have we like we tell white lies. There, like, there are there there all three of these people are pure trash. They're I, pure trash. Um, so like so yeah go ahead uh, so uh, the, uh, okay i'm very very sorry i'm i'm having trouble that's fine don't worry about it you have to apologize but no oh i was gonna say like people are garbage and like that that's that's like people that we call you you settle for friends especially because this isn't like a they're not like adults and like okay if this is wotokoi sure like, this is, bad. like, right, that'd, be, that'd be horrible, because, right, you're in the fucking world, you could drop... Okay, like, Hess, you're literally like, telling my point. These people are presented as, like, very social, is- inept, like, they know exactly what's happening in the world, they know exactly what they're doing. It's, it's, it doesn't matter if you're 17 or you're 27. Age is irrelevant in this matter. It's, it's the fact. Oh, absolutely. How is it, how is it, how is it, how is it different? If you are, if you are well aware that you are fucking someone... If you are well aware that you are fucking someone over at 17, is the same thing as you are well aware as you're fucking over somebody at 27. Can I tell you something? As someone who is currently, like, that age, just because you are aware that you are doing something that is fucked up, doesn't mean... Some people might stop. Like, like you would probably stop since you're the one saying, like, how much you hate this. 
but some people won't. Okay, that's why I'm saying the that's why I'm saying the age the age is irrelevant. It's how these people are presented in the show is how I came to the the conclusion that I'm making. These people are normal. Do they? Because they had multiple chances to change in the show. Multiple chances. No, there is a difference between making a mistake and fucking up, and these people are constantly fucking up on purpose. I'm gonna drop this because I'm just gonna get to the next one because I'm ranting. This show's a three out of ten. I hate this show. If you like, if you like NTR, you will like this show if you are like a romance fan like me if you are a fan of good characters and great storytelling you will hate this show this show sucks <laughs> white album gets a three out of ten who's next white album two sorry hold on first <laughs> off, white album two. Off. all right if you're a fan of romance like me who hates ntr as well i miles can vouch for me i always shit on ntr at any moment i can i really love this story and i think that's it's fine a, it's not your show it is my show three out of ten <laughs> no, that's fair, and I gave it an eight out of ten to be the person who recommended it. So there you go. That's all I've got for that. I don't know how much more I can say. Again, I, I think I I think people are fuck white album too. People are very uh, oh. people make mistakes and people don't know consecutively in a row constantly. consecutively in a row for yeah. multiple episodes no, yeah, and not because, understanding the situation that they're and in they understand and, and not that learning. They the mistakes, no, they don't. They, they do not understand. Some, no, hold on. They make they mistakes. acknowledge they, that they are making can I mistakes. Talk, please? Absolutely they, not. They Fuck make this mistakes. show. They make mistakes and they know they're making mistakes. But you know what? At the end of the day, they're choosing to. They are. They are real people. That's what I don't get. Where 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 are? If these are real people never, in your life, get new friends. Have you never ever? Yeah, I mean, once yeah, busted sure. or seen someone? Uh, seen one of your friends' girlfriends? Doesn't have to be your best friend. Just seen someone that you are uh, and been like, damn, I wish that was me, or or damn, I oh I I am interested in this. And of course, this is an anime too. It's not real life, so of course it's dramatized a little bit. But have you never ever once been like, damn, she is an awesome person. She is uh, like, ah, man, my. Uh, I'm not I talking about this anymore. Awesome. Fuck White Album Two. Right. No, that, I haven't. No, yeah, yeah honestly, no. no. I, yeah. I, I don't I feel. I don't feel like this is hard to like. Like, I feel like this is really easy to like talk about the people. If you have I, issues in your life, relationships or whatever, use your voice. It's really easy. Like these people, these people just like fuck each other over. I can't. They, I can't yeah, they it. don't know how to talk to each no, other. No, they, they're, they, they're nervous okay. about ruining their friendship. No, like, that's they they ruin their friendship from the beginning. Like these people yeah, are not. They're they not do. friends. They are not friends. I, guys, 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 please. I, Next Happy show. Reason. Moving us on. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Miles. Me, shall we? Let, let, let's take it All away, right. Miles. I don't know. I got nothing else. Go ahead, Miles. Yeah, let's hear what your uh, your stuff is. Yeah. So, um, in fifth grade, my best friend Derek Demello was uh, dating Fallon Greer, and my art teacher said I was flirting with her, and I cried that someone would even think that I would betray him like that. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and agree with Pete. Those people are garbage. Mob's a good boy. Mob Psycho 100. That's the point of the show, is that they're um, bad. I don't know. And um, Mob Psycho 100 was dope. Um, I'm going to say Tyler gave me Mob Psycho 100. <laughs> We're getting even. Let's talk about a good I, boy. Mob I is did. A good boy. I gave it to you. Okay, I was, awesome. I wanted to give you Kizu Monogatari, but I couldn't figure out how to like buy the code and send it to you. So I gave you Mob Psycho at the last second. Okay, dope. Well, I'm very happy about it. Um, I, I had a lot of fun um, with Mob Psycho. Um, Regan is, or Reagan, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, Regan. 
Reagan is like one of my favorite anime characters of all time. I think he is amazing. Um, how he has like these like special moves, which is just like <laughs> him punching people and shit. Like when they're all like the psychics or whatever. And he's just like, you know, like I think my favorite one is like, it's called like, like Esper dropkick or something. And it's like, this is Reagan's special move. It's when he drop kicks an Esper. Um, <laughs> like self-defense in front of a lot of them too even and he's like just hitting them yeah it's like it, it's like it's like these like super powerful psychic people will come up to him and he'll just punch them in the face um and i feel like they're just not expecting it because who who in their right mind would do that um i really like uh bob's character in it i think he has like really good character development i'm about halfway through um season two currently so i haven't finished it yet but i'm i'm on episode seven as we speak um so i i decided to go past like the you know the 12 episodes that i was required to watch uh because i was enjoying it um and mob really has this like he starts off as this like very introverted um shy asocial kind of guy and he he wants to learn how to be um I guess, like, popular is how he phrases it. Um, but, like, what he really wants is just to, like, learn how to have friends and stuff. And he sort of, like, learns that along the way. Like, what it's like, what the difference between, like, being popular and having friends is. Um, and he, as a character, like, develops a lot. And so, like, where I'm at currently in Season 2, um, he sort of, like, stepped away um, from Reagan's um, sort of, like, supervision and is, like, his own person. Um you know, he's hanging out with his friends. He he had just gone to karaoke um, and he didn't know what to do. He had no rhythm. It was really funny. Um, so I think the show is I haven't I'm going to wait until I finish season two because I let sequels affect my like ratings on things a lot. Um, so I think it's either an eight or a nine. Um, I really, really like it. Um, and I, I'd probably lean towards nine. Um, my only issue with it is that I feel like they don't, um, I guess I want more from like, the, the cast is very interesting and they don't delve that deep into the like, two or three characters, I would say. Um, at least where I'm at so far. This of course could change. I have like five episodes left. So, um, like Mob obviously gets delved into a lot. Reagan gets delved into a lot and Mob's brother really gets like looked at um as like a character though he's been sort of put on the back burner in season two um and i you know really really good character development for both of those characters like it's actually fantastic um but i sort of like larger ensembles um so i don't know tyler what your thoughts are on that like what did what do you have the show rated at and like I what are i you gave it Season one and nine, and season two at ten. Okay, awesome. It was like one of the first shows I watched. Like, it was one of the first like shorter shows I watched. I thought it was like so cool that watched like a quick story with no filler and stuff. After watching like Naruto and Bleach, where like nothing really happens over hundreds of episodes, where like like you said, Mob has like as much character development as those guys in like fifteen twenty episodes, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like it's it's really good. But um, yeah, I know you like you don't like Shonen like at all, really. I don't know if I've, you, I guess you said you like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, but uh, 
I gave you that. I was like, I he said he likes One Punch Man. He'll probably like Mob Psycho 100 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was. I assumed um, you would. I I thought you were either gonna love it or you would like came and been like, dude, I hate it. Like it was stupid. So I didn't think I, there'd be an in between. Yeah, I, I I really do like it. I'm glad you suggested it to me because I've shows that is always like I would never go out of my way to watch. Um, and that was the other reason to recommend it. I was like, he'll never, ever watch this show unless I give it to him. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I'm glad that I have, um, I think it's a lot of fun. Pete, I know you like it a lot, too. Um, I mean, it's in my top ten all time. Mob Cycle Season 2 won my anime of the year last year. I'm just a giant fan. Reagan is my favorite anime character of all time. Whoa. He's incredible. I think you'll find out when you finish the last couple of episodes how much better he can get in just such a short amount of time. Mob is such a good boy. Um, just like like the the physical training club or whatever, such yeah, a body, body, improvement, body club. improvement club is such <laughs> just a great concept, and they're just all good boys, lots of good boys and good girls in the show. It's a really fun, just enjoyable show. I'm a big fan of Mob Psycho. They you, really, think, yeah. you could thank Pete too because he recommended it to me. So okay, yeah, I think like the body improvement club, like cheering for Mob when he did like 34 push-ups. Um, <laughs> was just like awesome and like one of them is like oh like you're doing great like if you continue at this rate by the end of the year you'll be like as strong as your average seventh grader <laughs> um, like, meanwhile he's the strongest person like in the show push-ups yeah it's like um it's like super fun and i i really like um how they do antagonists in it too because like he in season one is very similar to Saitama where he doesn't meet anyone who is even close to as strong as him. Um, and most of season one is him like coming to grips with his powers, trying not to use it um, and all of that. Uh, and then in season two, he sort of accepts his powers. He's like sort of like gone over that hump, but he does meet someone who like, I think is just stronger than him genuinely um you'll find out okay i'll find out is it he's at least potentially he's very strong he's very strong what do you like what did you think about like how it counts up like towards 100 percent and whatnot do you like that so so that one that's really cool because it adds some tension right i kept waiting when it first started i was like oh man i hope he gets to 100 at some point and when he finally did like it actually lived up to what i was hoping was gonna happen that was um and then two it's it it, like adds some funny humor too um i forget exactly what the scene is oh it was with dimple when dimple dies um and you know so like he's like talking to whoever and he's like oh like i killed him and then like mob has these like flashbacks of dimple being a complete douchebag to him all the time and it like shows his like power meter and it goes from 50 to 50. It doesn't change at all. <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's like, a gag show too. Like it's yeah. serious, but at the same time, it's really not serious. Yeah, it's funny. And he's like, yeah, I actually think I'm okay with him dying. That's <laughs> like, so good. Um, yeah. And then like later, he like thinks about like all like the good things he did. And it was like him not being like, a good person but like not being a douchebag it was like and then it like goes from 50 to like 52 um you know as opposed to like when his brother gets threatened it goes up like 16 percent or something like that so like this guy dying was like worth two percent when he remembered all of the good things about <laughs> so him. good it was super funny um i thought the the biggest pet peeve I, this is 100 percent true that i had with the show was the fucking blonde kid changing his haircut 
Um, the tall hair? To have the tall hair? I thought that was the <laughs> stupidest thing. <laughs> it's like, I, I love that shit. <laughs> he shows up in the first episode, right? And just gets his shit tossed by Bob. <laughs> yes. He's so strong, and Bob just like whoops his ass or something. Like, like he that, is right? strong. He's stronger than yeah, like, I know, most like, of the other He's not Bob's level. No, he's not. And when Bob puts like the school back together, I thought that was so badass. Like he blows up the school. It and it's like. It takes shonen tropes and it like makes fun of them and it does yeah. them better. It's like it's, he's it's really cool. a bad guy right away and he's super strong. And then like two episodes later, they're friends and they're teaming up and stuff. Beat a bad guy. It's like don't hate him because in the next arc, he's gonna be the right or the like the help like, for you, the, the friend. Um, that was also like the um, oh, and I, so I also like how they don't ever explain exactly how that one hundred percent works, like. I don't think I still know exactly. Like, it reflects whatever intent or, like, emotion he's feeling when he gets to 100 to, like, some insane degree. Um, because, like, the I've, I think I've seen him get to 100% twice. Um, in the first one, it says, like, murderous intent on the screen. And he, like, kills the shit out of everyone. And then in the next one, Reagan gives him a pet talk. And so he, like, feels the admiration towards him. So Reagan gets, like, to become Goku. And, which is another hilarious scene. Um, because, like, he's he has no superpowers at all. And he's just, like, beating the shit out of, like, all of the highest ranked psychics in the world. And he's been pretending he's the super powerful psychic. So now everyone believes him. Um, oh, that was great. Um... This is this is a very important question though. Do you guys like ninety nine or ninety nine point nine more? Oh, ninety nine point nine. It's like it's like my number two op of all time. Whenever I listen to one, I listen to the other one right after. Okay. Yeah. I I have no opinion. I, I say they're, I say they're both very close. I say they're I, both on yeah. the same level. I think I like ninety nine point nine more. Um, and this is this is probably going to be a hot take slash um bad opinion. Um, but. I don't like the counting in the background of 99. I just, they count literally from one to 100. It's just, it's too much. Have you listened to the full <laughs> songs yet? No, no, I haven't. You should look them up on YouTube. Okay, I will. Skip, it's fantastic. Get quite a lot of numbers in like the shortened version, obviously. Yeah, that's, it's, yeah. It's like, but um, yeah, I don't know. That was fun. Um, I, I, so like, I, I don't know. I'm like a sap at heart. So like, I want to find out if he gets the girl ever and they've like, advance that plot exactly zero percent um and that's been very frustrating for me <laughs> that's also um, shown in trope like it wait yeah. for the last episode he'll probably get the girl <laughs> yeah i believe it that's <laughs> um like he dated that other girl for a bit and i was like super excited for him and then she just never shows up again um one episode yeah no, that, that, was, that was that was a fake confession though i know it was a fake confession but like she ended up like admiring him and like she, they don't need to date anymore. But like, like same with that girl who was possessed, who was like a complete awful human being, who like realized she was terrible because she got transported into Mob's subconscious. Like, I think that's a really interesting thing to explore. Like, maybe her turning around in some way. And in these characters are just like, like complete, like not even tertiary, but like quaternary characters. But they are they're like intriguing enough that that frustrates me, which is like, I guess technically a knock against the show, but just like a testament to how well it does characters. 
that there are these characters that are supposed to be just complete throwaway characters, um, you know, that are around for like one episode. And I'm like, oh boy, I can't wait to see their arc over the next six episodes. Golly gee. And then it just, you never see them ever again. Um, you know, so uh, I don't know. I, I, I really liked it. I, I think it's great. Uh, I, w- I Currently, I would say season one, eight, season two, nine, uh, with of course room to squeak that. Uh, depending on the last five episodes. Smart man. Might have to right. watch him up. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Again, I, I don't know, it's just one of the shows I, I just, I don't know. I, you I like that Punch Man or did you not watch that either, Pat? I didn't like, I I, haven't, I don't find the concept interesting at all. I know uh, people the say, oh, you still different. have to watch it. You still it's have like to watch it. Like, it's like, can you watch Pat? It's 100% the same exact vibe that I'm just like, I'm sure I'd enjoy it if I watch it, but like, I don't know. I'd rather watch romance or, or something else uh, that it, it hits a lot of the same notes that romance hits for me, where it is a very emotionally mature show. Um, so, like, I'm not saying that there's like romance elements to it, but mm-hmm. like mobs understanding of like, cause you know, a lot of romance, it, like coming to understand yourself and who you are is important for that character to click and realize that they like first girl. Um, right. Yeah. So if you take the first girl element out of it, um, Mob has a lot of those things where it's like he wants to understand um, his powers and where he fits in in the world. And he also wants to become like a well-rounded person outside of that, which I think is super interesting. Like, you know what I mean? He can fly. He can explode the moon with his mind if he felt like it, probably. Like he is insanely powerful. Um, but he joins a physical fitness club because he, he's weak at that. And he wants to like hang out with friends so that he can like learn to be socially a little bit better. And that's like a big conflict he has where like a lot of the antagonists are like, why are you trying to improve such unimportant things about yourself? And right. it's just a, he's just a kid trying to figure out how to be the best kid he can be. It's, it's really nice. It's, it's quite endearing. Um, he, you know, Pete says he's a good boy. Mob is a good boy. He's, Mob is he's a, a very good, very boy. good boy. <laughs> um, Completely fair. Uh, Mo- so now we move on from good boys to very, very good girls in uh, Happy's show, the final show that we have in our watch club. Thank you if you uh, made it this far in our little Secret Santa adventure. Happy has to talk about laid back. Oh, don't snore. Don't don't hurt me already. No. Uh, no. Uh, okay. I thought that's no, what I'm that sorry. was. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, tell no, us about laid back. Uh, okay. So. So first of all, by process of elimination, I know it was you, Pete, because you're the only one left. You you got me. <laughs> yep. So okay, let me. I'll put it to like this. There are shows that you love. You swear by them, you stand them, you say, hey, you should watch this. Then there are shows that you hate. They're garbage, they're not worth watching, you, they're the worst thing ever, you wonder how they could have thought this was good. And then there are shows like Laidback Camp, which in my case is a show that I hate to hate. Because it is a good show, I will fully admit that for what it is. It is a good show, but I just could not. I I don't know why I didn't enjoy it. Like, uh, 
I'm so sorry, Pete. I know <laughs> you scanned the show super hard. You damn right. But I was just like, oh. Happy, like, happy, happy. Yeah, Pete. Yeah, I'm Pat. Okay, but keep going. Well, uh, so, like, know, what you're saying, no, know. what you're saying, though, makes sense. Like, I can totally, for one, you're saying the show is good. Like, objectively, it's well animated and it's doing the thing that it wants to do oh, well. Oh, yes. Right? Is that, that's what you're saying. It's just that it yes, is not it, for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's not for you, which is yeah. totally fair. So I'm so, not, like, I'm not hurt by this at all. I like but, this happy. I'm, I appreciate that it went because, like, when you started, you did not like it, right? Your the first couple episodes, I remember, you were not a fan of it at all. So I'm right. glad you kind of came around to it, at least in, in some respects, you know. In, yes, I did. But I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, what do I like about this show? I'm like, eh. and I, I, it's a show that I want to like so bad. And uh, so, so what was your score for it too? Before we uh, then hand it to Pete to give his, I'm gonna, score I would still give it, would, it. Despite, despite my personal feelings toward it, I'd still give it like an eight. Let's go! An eight. I'll take an eight all day. And higher than a masterpiece, seven out of ten. Uh, wow, that's incredible. Uh, <laughs> I know. I gotta say, I gotta I say, an eight out of ten. No, but like, I think that that's fair. I think that's what I gave it too. I might have even given it a seven, and I enjoyed it more than you did. What would you so give I, it based on your personal enjoyment? Based on my uh, probably at best a five. Fair. That's what I wanted to hear. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Happy, I just want you to review everything. Like, stop whatever you're doing in life. Fuck that. Just be an animator reviewer. Um, <laughs> because you hating to hate this show and then giving it an eight, and masterpiece being a, se- a seven. Man, <laughs> this is great. It was a this six, is... wasn't it? Masterly yeah, six. No, it was a seven. seven I live for this shit, bro. No, no, it was seven. Okay. Yeah. You could write. You could write anything, yeah, and I, I would love it. <laughs> You need to be the host for the next French Roll Awards. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really fun. Um, but yeah, so Pete, why would you? Uh, what? Uh, why do you recommend this to Happy? Because I agree. In hindsight, like this is not a good show for Happy. I don't think. But I'm curious to see why. Whether it was not revenge or anything, but I think it'd be fun. No, not know. revenge at all. I mean, his name is Happy, and this is like one of the happiest shows I've ever watched in my entire life. There is no, there. The biggest conflict in Layback Camp is their lack of money and having to get part-time jobs. That's yep. the biggest conflict in the show. <clears throat> this is my favorite slice of life ever. Um, just based off like Watch Club reviewing that we've done so far, Happy like gave like Handshakers like a three. And really did not enjoy no, no, no. certain no. elements of it. Um, I gave a... You gave a what? I I gave a six. Oh god. Okay. Uh, well, I I was under the circumstances that you gave it a much lower score. I thought this was to be a really fun, interesting show for you to watch. Like you love like My Neighbor Totoro and stuff like that, and that's like very like non-stressful, happy, fun type of movie. And this is just like a happy, fun show. I thought people. I thought you would enjoy this a, a good amount. I'm very happy with your eight out of ten score because I stand the show so hard, and I know not everybody else does. So I, I, I'm pretty happy with the eight out of ten, to be honest. I think that's completely mm-hmm. fair. I agree. I think eight out of ten is way higher than I thought. I just looked. I gave it a seven out of ten because, like, I loved the show because it was fun. But like objectively, I was like, it doesn't do that much. It's literally just like this cozy show that you just sit there and watch, and you're like. Yeah, these characters are fun, and what they're doing is fun, but there's nothing, no, what no deeper meaning. What would you have given meaning. it without the hot spring scene, Pet? 
<laughs> set, set, probably either a seven. Maybe I would bump it up to an eight. I think that 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 hot speed. Is, <laughs> that's such a oh, that's a different. No, discussion. it's not. It's so it, minor. It, it's, it's well, it's so a different minor. discussion. But like, it's still there's multiple times in the show where they show uh, where they give fan service moments to these girls. They're that in are, a hot spring. <laughs> it's not really. Well, fan you don't have to, of, it's, it's a slice of life. What slice of life doesn't have a hot springs episode? A lot, a, lot a ton. Really? A All the ones I watched have one. Does Origairu have one? Like I, I don't know. That's drama. Well, mode. there's it's a sauna scene. Does that count? I guess so. Yeah, well, I know. Pat, um, much like Pete doesn't like uh, bad people, Pat doesn't seems overtly his fan service radar is a little fucked because I remember the if her flag breaks episode was oh and handshakers the the shower scene like. Give me a fucking break. is different than if her flag breaks. Fair enough, it is. But like, if her flag breaks is really tame. I don't know. I like... sorry, I don't like the sexualization of teeny, like tiny, <laughs> small too. Not even mature looking or implied mature adult looking women. The they they are tiny. They are meant to look small, and that's why I was just like, I don't. The scene in a show that is about them being comfy and being camping and doing various things that go along with camping. I didn't feel like that scene fit in at all. It's not nearly the offensive thing that the Kobayashi-san scene is, where it's literally just that's, a yaoi that's, yeah, bait that's, thing. With, yeah. That's a complete... I Those are like seven-year-olds, though. These guys are, like, they're like seniors in high school. That, y- y- yes, but they're the same size as the... Are they? The, 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 they, they seem like... Are they? Least, maybe not the same exact size, are but they? they're... They're, they're depicted in as very small. I don't know. Again, that was my personal frustration with it because I was like, it didn't. That scene, the show would have been the exact. It's same like a thirty-second scene of the show. There's, but there's other moments too where they they have shots and cuts to stuff that it's. There's like, Yaoi right. bait and Miss Kobayashi's dragon bait. Oh, well, <laughs> no, is it not Yaoi? Is it Yuri? Yeah, oh yeah, it is Yuri. Uh, Yuri. Yuri, 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 sorry, other way around. Yuri is female, okay. female. Yaoi is male, male. Yaoi is male, male. I'm sorry. Okay, Yuri, I, I bait. Really Yuri, male. <laughs> sorry, uh, my fault. I, uh, I believe it or not, I don't. Miles, speak did you not? Miles, were you not there for Jeopardy when I told what I uh, described? Uh, when I poorly described Miss Kobayashi's dragon maid. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, right. I, I, I was there. Um, he was there. Yes, he was happy. What have you got? Sorry. <laughs> so. Wasn't there like a ten-year-old in Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid who uh, yeah they were with uh, Fafnir? Yes. Yeah, Kana's like eight or nine or something. That that yeah, she's actually not. She's like uh, an no, old not dragon. Kana, but... The other one, the child, the actual child. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not... Get... yeah, the actual child, the boy. Oh, the boy with oh the show yeah. the Shota stuff. Okay, that's, no, that's a whole nother thing. That Shota stuff, which is even is also just like so awful. overdone and awful that I don't like about the that frustrates me about Kobayashi San. Which again, I didn't even think about it the first time I watched it, but then someone pointed it out to me. It was like, you know, that scene was kind of effed up, and I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, it is, and it kind of woke awoke my eyes to all the other times I've seen it in anime, and I've just not even thought about it. That's why with this scene, it bothered me so much because it was the one of the first times, I think, when I was watching anime that I was just like, why is this scene here? What is the point of it other than to uh, to be fan service or to titulate a certain crowd of people? You know, like there's no other reason for this scene to be here. That's what frustrated me. And that that's all I, I guess all I can say to it. Thank you, Miles, for bringing that point up. But again, the show still would have been a 7 out of 10 to circle all the wagon all the way back. I think it's still a little bit of 7 out of 10 because, like, as enjoyable as it was, there was no 
purpose to this show. I like shows that have deeper meaning and have some sort of message to them or, or attempt to tell a narrative. Like this show, there is no narrative other than eh, just go camping maybe or, or have fun with your friends. You know, like that, ha- find a passion and enjoy it, which it's not even like it tries to drive that home. It's just like a, a nature of the, the situations that they're in. Uh, but yeah, all right. I think that wraps up all seven shows, which thank you if you've made it this far for sticking with us. Uh, again, the Secret Santa idea was uh, something Rifle came up our community Discord. They, uh, we thank him so much for coming up with the idea and helping us facilitate it. You know, he assigned us all uh, all of our people so that we would all be surprised rather than just one of us having to know everything. Uh, so we appreciate that. Um also for him watching along and giving us commentary as well. That's been a good time as well. Um, yeah, so if you have any opinions that you want to share, please tell us them in, in the comments. Again, I reiterate, we want to hear uh, the community feedback. Uh, you know, I God, if someone else out there has watched White Album 2, White Album 2, not White Album or White Album second season, but White Album 2, because they're completely different for some fucking reason that I even don't even understand. Tell me, or... or it's, say in the comments tell us that pat is fucking wrong and he's stupid or give us another opinion that might make it so that i don't sound so insane compared to the rest of the people that have seen the show on this this episode same thing with fate or uh mob psycho talk about your favorite scene from mob psycho something like that please let us know and uh let us hear about your opinions on those shows we love to hear the feedback or vote in our watch club everything else like that uh, but yeah, other than that, I think uh, that wraps up the special episode. So Pete, why don't you close this out? Yes, thank you for sticking around. If you are interested, Anime of the Year voting has started. You can win a $50 Amazon gift card simply by voting. The Google Doc or form will be in the description below. Vote there. You have until the Thursday, was that like the 21st? The 21st. You have until the 21st to vote. And we'll have that episode in about three weeks, two, three weeks, three weeks. So yeah, look for that. It's my favorite episode of the year. It's super fun for me to do. Really happy with how everything came together. And yeah, we have our nominee episode coming up next. That should be dropping in like a few days. And then our watch club for a place further than the universe, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. So look forward to seeing that. Uh, Otherwise links in the description below for our Twitter and discord. And we will see you next time. Thanks. Bye.